Welcome to the Two Americans podcast. I almost forgot the name. That's that's really bad. Bad memory. The Two Americans podcast. Welcome to the Two Americans podcast. It's episode nine, and I'm here with Luke. And of course, you know who I am. Hopefully, you do. If you're a new subscriber, just subscribe. All I want is subscribers. So what, what what are we gonna talk? Well, let's go through the racing, make make it nice and not quick, but you know, let's let's talk about that. So for for you who have not, um, I guess for everyone, this is our actually second time trying to record this. We spent almost an hour on it last time. Something didn't happen, but I guess we'll start. So, okay. think not today's the 20th and not last Saturday but the one before that mm-hmm. did a 50 mile race and 50 miles everyone if you're listening five, 50 miles took took a long time mm-hmm. I didn't train for it so my training pretty much consisted of I did a 14 mile run and then a week later I did a 15 mile run and then six days later, it was the race. And, oh man, it was pretty interesting. Um, woke up at 4.05 that morning. And race started at 6 o'clock. And then I ran until 6 o'clock. So, it was, um, I don't know, it was interesting. The way it worked was there was... It was kind of like an out and back so and each one was like 16.67 miles so it added up to like 50.01 or whatever however they did it because they changed the the last loop somehow to make it a little different that's pretty insane but um oh man so uh consisted of uh, it wasn't too hilly. I think total there was like thirty-four, almost thirty-four hundred feet of elevation gain. The same for um, lost too. Uh, took like twelve hours and forty something seconds, forty-six, forty-seven. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Um, there were a lot of people there who. How many people ran this marathon again? Uh, 198 and then 40 people dropped out 40 yeah which is I mean not it's, it's like high 30 20 percent 30 or 20 percent that's a lot yeah so oh man it was and what was the cutoff time cutoff time was 15 hours so I don't know I don't know if there, there was a few people that got within 15 minutes of the cutoff but they, they finished. Um, it wasn't. wasn't. How was the first 10 miles then? Then take me Ooh. to 20 and 30 and 40 and then right. the finisher. So the first, let's see, I guess we, I'll start off with the beginning of the race and just go through it all. We started and first three miles, it was three miles to the first um, aid station 
I was just kind of hanging out with some, I don't even know, I didn't really talk to him, but uh, I was just running with some people that had headlamps, because I didn't have one, <laughs> so it was, pretty, it was still kind of dark at the time. So what time did it start? Six? Like it started six, uh, and then ran about three miles with them, at, they were at about a 12-minute pace. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, they all stopped and took a little too long at the aid station. It was bright enough by then, so I just kind of took off. And then the next seven miles, it was around 10 minute pace. And then there were a few where I got sub 10, which I mean, I wasn't trying. It's just kind of, it was easy, you know? Um, let's see. The first 10 were really easy. They were not hard at all. They were not bad. After I hit 10, I made myself start walking up the uphills and then like running down the, f the downhills and the flats. But uh, no, it wasn't until about mile 15 where I was like, okay, now my feet and knees are starting to hurt. Knees not too bad. It was more of just my feet weren't really used to the impact just because I haven't done anything further than 15. Um, and then I hit like 16 or 0.6 or whatever, the turnaround, and that was nice. Got to stop for a little bit. Uh, I didn't really stop. I just went over to my bag, got out a little bond breaker, which is like a power bar. Um, I got a square peanut butter jelly sandwich, filled up my water bottle, and then I walked while I ate the food. And once I finished, I started running again. And then I did, I meant to change my socks just to kind of keep my feet fresh or whatever. But I forgot. That time I was just kind of, I don't know, ready to get back out in the course. So I forgot. And I wish I didn't. But let's see, and then I got back on, did the loops again. Second time was probably first one was okay it was three so the first was probably the easiest the second one was i don't know it was tough but it wasn't like awful i guess well mm -hmm. i don't know the second one i could feel my feet the whole time which is like not good because after this, on the third one, they were numb half the time. It's pretty cool. So it wasn't really pain. Um, that, that was pretty nice. But I don't know. I was just, it just kind of got. I think from about mile 20 to mile. Um, I don't know. Maybe mile 20 to like 35. I just kind of like spaced out like I don't know I couldn't really recall it was just it was just I mean when you're running for that long like even before the first lap mm -hmm. took like three hours but like the second one I was just totally spaced out you know yeah just blanked just out one foot in front of the other you know walk the uphills run the downhills on the flats just kind of focusing on that just cause like I don't know I feel like if it was like letting my mind if I was trying to think about something, yeah, I get really bored because the second one took like four hours. 
So if I didn't space out, it would have been extremely boring. So I just kind of focused on running. And then after about mile 35, that's like my feet, I started to notice a little bit of pain after mile or at mile 15. And then after that, till about 35, it was bad, but not awful. And then at 35, it was just bad. And then I was like, oh, I got 15 miles. I mean, at that point, it's like, I've already done 35. You don't, you've done too much just to like, oh man, my feet hurt too much. I can't do it or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but. I did that, got back into the second loop, which is, I guess, around mile, what would it be, like 38, when I finished the second one? Uh, I think so. Uh, Maybe 39. No, I don't even know. It was like 38-ish. Um, and then... What about the ending? How was... Uh, last two, three miles, whatever. Oh, man, that was, those were so slow. Well, it was... My feet feel, felt better on the third, fourth one, or not the, the third one, just because I got a change of socks after the f- first two. Uh, got a little refreshment, a little water. There's four aid stations every loop, too, so that was kind of helpful. Um, let's see. The fourth one, my feet didn't hurt as bad. It's like they did sometimes. I think the first three miles of it did. And then after that, they just kind of, I don't know, it was weird. Like the first three miles of the third lap were the most painful. And then after that, they just kind of got better and better until one point uh, I had maybe, maybe 11 miles left. And I was like, okay, they're not too bad right now. And then once I hit eight miles left, it's like they were they were in pain, but it wasn't really that bad because I was almost done. So it was like, oh, just keep running. You know, you'll be there soon enough. So I, that was pretty nice. Um, and by the third time, I knew how far I had pretty much. So it was never like the first two. I was just kind of learning it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, I was like, oh, I know where I am. I turn this corner and right there is an aid station or whatever. So you just try to make it to the aid station as quick as you can to the next one. And then the last lap, I was like counting down. I was like, I got four aid aid stations left. And then I was like, all right, I only got three aid stations left. I was like, two more aid stations. And then I hit the turnaround, and I was so happy. I was like, yeah, just got to go back. Do they have like people there like, ah, or is it like, what is it like? No, it was more people at the start. And then you'd see maybe maybe like 10 along throughout the rest of the course but other than that you're per- I mean other than you know the other runners there's no one else um, all the people all the spectators for the most part are at the beginning and finish and so like if someone who like who was the fastest who finished first do you know oh, was that information man. not given yeah, it was somebody who finished in like six hours and forty five minutes for the fifty mile. Six hours? Damn, that's that seems about fast. Eight, it's about an eight minute pace for fifty miles. That's insane. Ah, uh, that's just it's just too quick. Just got me up. Okay, I want to get your opinion on something. 
I guess I just thought of it. So if you listen, I don't know, listening to music and running versus not listening to music and running. Do you have an opinion on that? Do you think, like, do you think it's better to run with music or without? Because I've been thinking since like everything's becoming wireless. Yeah. Why don't you have like, you know, like you know, uh, people run while listening to music since it's not it's not a string or you know it's not attached to uh, the phone. Mm-hmm. Like if you could, I mean, I mean, it's still a little wh- a ways away where. You could just put in earbuds and not have your phone on you. Yeah. Not physically have it on you, but still listen to music. Or you could just like one of those, like you know how they, some runners have those uh, like iPods on their shoulders or like those little things on their shoulders. But yeah. Since they're wireless now, why don't you just you don't need you don't need a wire, so you won't have that distraction. But, like, do you, do you think running with music is a? Do you feel like you run faster or? Nah, I feel like without. I feel running. I think I think running with music. You know, you may be listening to a hard song or you know, like uh-huh. heavy metal, and then you're running or whatever. You feel like you're doing great, but you're not really in the moment of the run. I uh-huh. guess. So you probably you probably, I guess, get a better feel for your pace and what you're doing without, just so you can pay attention and listen listen better <clears throat> this is, I don't know I think it's like uh, it's like the. I just feel like when you listen to music it really like uh, it's like distract not distracting but it's kind of like getting you into that momentum and especially I mean it just depends because like you can blank out that's okay That that's the same thing as listening to music while running sure. that, that's exactly how it is when you're listening to music or running it, you don't blank out but you're listening to music you basically blank out much quicker because when you you know when you you begin running it's not really you really you're thinking about stuff or you're kind of not you're still distracted but when you're when like when you not distracted i have to use better terminology but like you don't have like your your mind's empty right away with music and when you start running without music you're not empty and i think it does improve there's been studies don't 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 quote me on this but there's been studies that running when you run it helps to have music or a song or something playing in the background because it's like you know when you do you like you like white noise right like when you you just like hearing something in the background whether it's wind whether it's a fan whether it's a you know whatever you some people don't like like that just helps distract you from like you know the empty emptiness or like you know it not being as mm-hmm. well, okay what was kind of cool during the run is that at some points it was quiet like it was so yeah. peaceful like you could hear like no people no cars it was just you could just kind of hear the wind you know I like or, that but I also like listening to music room. yeah I don't know I guess it's just your your own. I, th- I think I think if it was, I mean, on a fifty mile run, I think I would want music for sure. On a two mile yeah. run, I don't, or a five mile or whatever, something like that, that does, I don't need music. Yeah. I mean, I like having it there, but but I don't I need it. 
I kind of listen to my own steps. That's I, just kind of because like if makes. you if you play a certain song and I'm running, I will run faster. I don't know why, but it just happens. Like unless you put like a like a heavy metal song, uh, and I'm running, it really like it gets me going. But then I also gas out quick. Right. So you got to find that. I don't know. Some people like listening to country when they run. They like listening to pop. Like listening, you know, whatever they want to listen to. Sometimes it's not really good for certain, you know, certain certain music isn't good for running. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with I guess lifting weights. I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. Running, running with music and without is a it's a big issue. I think that I feel like I don't know. If, if there are, is benefits to listening to music, why not have it as an option? Yeah. The way I, I feel about it, it's like, if you want to run with music, it's okay. But there are some people that, like, rely on music to run. Like, they can't have, they can't run without music, you know? I, I like, mean, even if it's like a one or two mile, like, they can't do it without music. It's just too boring. And at that point, I feel like you got to, I don't know, you kind of got to get your head straight just so you can actually improve quicker and just kind of learn. I don't know. I mean, that but, but the point is that, I mean, you, you do know a difference when you go from with music to without, to with music to without. You know, yeah. Even though you're relying on it, it's, it just it, you're just used to it. It's like, you know, running well, a certain way. You, you prefer it, right? But you don't rely on it. Like, you know, but people do. They just don't do it without music. Like, I can do it without, but I like having it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what most people are. But, like, I've, I've met a few people that just, you know, they rely 100% on music when they run. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think something's, it's like... Why, why is that? What do you think that is? Is that, like, a, is it a mind trick? What? I think it's just a mind, like, a mental thing. I mean, they're just... They just... I don't know, maybe they can't handle like, the solidarity of it, which is kind of being alone for an hour or 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's I like maybe it. just they want to distract them their, themselves from, I guess, physical distress or anything mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. But like, I don't know, me personally, it bothers me too much just having earbuds or even wireless for running is just I don't know, too much of a distraction i like being like free to move however you know yeah yeah that's what i mean like it's getting better that's what i'm saying yeah yeah like once once we get to a point where you just you know you, know, you just have something implanted in the back of your ear and you can just play music and just you know click on your neck click on your neck click on your whatever click on your back of your ear then play music, turn up the volume, turn down the volume, uh, have multi functions, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And once you can do that, I think it. You, I don't know. I think you you would see. I think it is true that you know you see improvements with people that listen to music while running versus not listening to music while running. Because I feel like it's like. A, I mean, like, have you ever been on a track and you play music? Like in a stereo kind of system, so you run around and there's stereo yeah, playing music. And then you you run by the music and you like pick up speed. Uh huh. It's really it really works. 
I've also also there's like you know, um, you know, say you do group runs and you do that together. That that gets you really. I don't know. It just gets it gets you pumped up, rather than or you know it gets you. It does it does something. I don't know what it does, but it does improve your your running ability. Maybe it's just a, a placebo, but you know I don't know if it's it's just that. But it seems like it's actually it actually improves running. Uh, I've seen a lot of studies suggest that that listening to music while running is uh, beneficial. But I've also, I also yeah. I also think there's a I like running without music sometimes, but it's it's just not it's not as fun. Uh, I think the reason people enjoy music is just it provides some little bit of happiness you know while you're physically distressed mm-hmm. um or i don't know if i'm running with people for sure no music but like my issue with music is i don't know where i run i kind of have to be able to hear the cars just because uh-huh. i yeah i understand I'm that but like, median, if but you're like, running on a track or like uh running with my phone that's my i cannot do it like Oh, I don't I mind it. it. I like going like that. It feels like uh, it feels like it's a part of me, you know. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't gotten used to it yet. Like my mom, she can run with her phone fine. She just keeps it. I just keep like, it in my hand. Her or whatever, you know. Yeah, but like I don't like running with anything in my hands. I just go shorts and a t-shirt and run some running shoes. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. I understand. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just maybe maybe you should get a fanny pack. You ever seen those? <laughs> yeah, it's like a the bunch worst. Of- thing. I think the worst thing you could do to slow or to annoy me on a run is put a phone in some in my pocket because I hate the way it just like sloshes around and moves, you know. Yeah, I understand that. That's why I hold it in my hand. Like when I run, I hold it in my hand. Like, like it's like this. I literally run like this. I don't know. It's... I don't know. I like... Maybe we should do an experiment at some point. Yeah. Just like running run with music or running with without. And we'll do, I don't know, we'll do quarter mile times, and we'll see how that, that, that works. It'd be kind of cool, actually. And then, I bet you, I don't know, dude, like, I think, I think it does improve. Like, you'll see, you put yourself a pumped up song, you'll run faster. I think it'll improve short term speed. Uh, not, short term. Yeah, yeah sh- like short distances, like speed and short distances, fast, that'll improve that. I don't know about long distance and like all that other stuff because that's kind of uh, a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you run by, I don't know, like what you were saying about running by music on a track, like you get a little bit of energy when you run past it just because you're like, I don't know, you like the noise or it's just a good song. It makes you feel awesome while you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're going. And some it. songs just go with the way you're running. Sometimes, like, that's what I, I, I do when I run. It's, you know, listen, not listen to music, but imagine the music in my head. <laughs> like a psychopath. Like, you know, dun, 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 or something, I don't know. Whatever beat you can think of. Like, and I run to that beat, that's kind of weird. So it's like, it's like my feet are running that fast. There's no need to run that fast. But trying to keep that constant pace is ugh. And I also I also think there needs to be a better way to like time your positions, like how far are you from here? Cause like you know, you see like a a road or you run down the road. How far are you actually running? 
That's really I really have an issue with that because you never you don't really know until you get there. How do you use your or find your distance? Well, I guess like well, of course from an app. But do like, you use I use an app that's like a running app. Yeah. I just uh, it maps out from GPS from here to there, but it's not really. I don't know if that's accurate. Like, it seems kind of accurate, but there's also like you're moving at weird angles. Uh, you know, it doesn't track your exact position. Yeah. And when you run on a track, you know exactly how far. You know, the most inner circle is a is a you know a quarter mile. Yeah. So you know the exact how long that is. So if you have that down a straight path, if you had like a track that was a straight path and you knew that was a mile or two miles exactly, they just need, people need to measure it or I don't know how you do it because sometimes those measurements are way off. I use just kind of a little What's, garment I keep on my... So it has I, GPS on it? Yeah, it's got a GPS. It's got uh does runs. Here, you can see run, indoor run, bike, indoor bike, swim, open water swim, and pool swim. And then it also has triathlon. That's what I use. And it's got like a little GPS. Or you go outside, you select an activity, you give it like a minute or two, and then it'll uh, that's get nice. GPS satellite and you just press start. Ah, uh, that's cool. I, I think I might get one, one of those. I, I just use this. Uh, heavy duty. Is that G Shock? Uh huh. This one's uh very very well made. I had one kind of lost in like eighth grade, but oh, I love that watch. This watch right here, look at. It. I don't know if it's got shock. This one oh I've had God. for two no three years three years already. Wow. I've dropped it. I've done so many things. And it still works dropping in water. It, it's it works in water too. So mm -hmm. those are good watches. It wasn't really. It wasn't even expensive either. How much was it? Twenty five. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Amazon, Amazon, go get on. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the Iron Man watches too. Also, read the reviews on this. It's like insane. Like there's like a million reviews on this thing saying it's amazing. I think it has five stars. Have you? It's just a simple the, watch. At all? What? The Iron Man watches. I've never seen them. Like the Timex Iron Man. You've probably seen it. Um, I'll pull a picture on my phone. You've probably seen. You just don't know the name. There's no need for an expensive watch, guys. It's not too expensive. It's about like that, probably. You don't need a, at most a hundred bucks. That should should be the max. But when I hear like people buying Rolexes, I'm like, dude, no. Ten thousand dollars for a watch? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I would on some. It depends. No way. You don't spend. You don't spend one point seven million on a watch. If I had the money, of course. Even that, there's so many other better things you can buy with millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I don't know. And then we, what else were we going to talk about? I forget. There's that. It looks like that. Let me see. <laughs> Let's show. Oh, I see. I've seen those before. They don't yeah. look bad. It's a Timex Iron Man. 
I have a couple of those. Those are pretty good. Those are heavy duty too. There's a lot of good watches out there. Yeah, I had. I think I've had three of these. I had one, and I wore it like without taking it off for like two years, mm -hmm. and then got bumped around a ton, and it got a tiny little water leak where there was just get a little bit of fog in there. Mm -hmm. And I had another one. I've had it since like sixth or seventh grade, and it's still good. I might have it here actually. Oh, he's gonna go get the watch. Gonna go get the watch. <sighs> this episode is sponsored by Audible. <laughs> Try your free daily audiobook and you get yourself a free 30 day trial. I've had this watch not change the battery and it's still good. I don't even know which one's the light anymore. Which, what do you like better, digital or analog? I don't know. I like okay. digital much better because you can see I'll, the numbers. Like, Maybe it's I'll, just because we're new or well, we're, in, you know, millennials or whatever they call us. I don't know. You ever been called a millennial? No. 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 Huh? I'm glad I haven't, bro. I had an old dude tell me that. You're a millennial. I'll live with hell. <laughs> like, dude, it's like, it's like, I don't know if there's. I don't know how to describe it. It's like racism, but uh, generationism. Does that make sense? Like, some, like, you know, there's racist, sexist, misogynist. Like, all you do is put the ists at the end. You ever yeah. wonder why that is? No, no. But I've had this watch since seventh grade. Haven't changed the battery. It's still going strong and everything. I worry about that all the time. Like, oh, I changed the battery. That one's, one's still pretty good, I think. And I wonder how long, like, they, th like, this one, I don't know how long this is supposed to last the battery. I don't know. I have, I have a Sun too. I like that watch a lot, too. I only um, have one watch. I never, I only get a new watch when it breaks. Yeah. Or when I, I transition. This one's still going strong. Mm -hmm. I've had it for one, two, three, four. This will be the fifth year. Do you wear it all the time? Be this honest. Ninety percent, fifty. No, I haven't worn this one in about a year, either. But I, I try to wear my watch. I try to wear my watch for a long time. I, I wore it forever. Like, I'm always wearing one. Like, uh -huh. I don't know. I I don't take them off very often. I like. I, I don't know. Something about it when you're running, it just doesn't feel right. This one. I usually keep it on like I don't know. It has a, like a lot of little adjustment things, uh -huh. but I usually keep it maybe like right here or something when I'm not. But then sometimes I'll forget to. I always tighten it for a run just so it's not like moving around because it's big and it'll really annoy you if it's going back and forth while you're running. So I always tighten it, and then if I don't, like I can feel it. Like within the first fifty yards, I'm like, oh, I need to tighten my watch, so I do that. I'm always wearing one. These ones are pretty cool. I have a black one. Um, I have a sun too. Analog watches, I like them a lot. Okay. But like, I don't know, they're expensive. Mm -hmm. And I, don't, I wouldn't buy like a cheap analog, you know? Yeah, those cheap analogs. No one buys cheap analogs. What the heck? I'd want to buy like a... A million dollar one. 
No, not, I mean, something good, a few hundred dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. But then again... Those aren't for running, though. I don't think those are not no, for running. No, but because then, like, they, those... They feel like they're more of a fashion statement or because they're not really functional. Because when like you look at it... Do I like you, the dive ones. Have you seen those? I've seen those. Those look awesome, but... When, like the analog... I, I like the analog dive watches. Those yeah, but, but, but when you look down, you your mind doesn't register that unless it's... I don't know. Maybe I've lived in the digital digital age for so long, but when you look yeah, at it, when you look at analog, you're just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what am I looking at?" You're supposed, to, you're supposed to tell the time. I know, <laughs> but when you look at it, it's like, "Oh my god, what am I looking at?" You have to think a lot more, like you know. Keep your mind active. It does. That's what I think. It's the point is, but when you. Look, say it was all digital. You had the PSI, you had the pressure, water pressure, you had the how deep you are, how many feet underneath, you know, all that data, GPS, everything, and it looked like this, this kind of watch. Of course, you, I would suggest you get this kind of watch because it gives you that information right away. Your brain doesn't have to, it just knows, like, you know, bam, I got that information. Right. I, I know. Have you, oh, there's one brand, I forget what it's called. They're pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I forget the name. Panerai. That's one of them. That's not the one I'm thinking of. But have you seen Panerai? No, I never have. Those are pretty cool dive watches. I've seen. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but watches are very, very, very subjective. Yeah, that's true. Um, what else I don't know. Talk about. I think I've worn a watch. You've worn a watch? Almost. Like I've gone two days without a watch and that's just because I'm like I'm gonna get rid of this little tan line I had over the summer but uh, I've gone like other than that that is a big issue for most people tan yeah lines. other than that though like I think I've worn a watch almost every day since like sixth grade mm-hmm. yeah like fifth or sixth either end of fifth or beginning of sixth but yeah, and now I'm like addicted. Have you ever not worn your watch? Then you look at your wrist and you're uh-huh. like, oh wait. I don't have it. I, I do that all the time if I don't wear one. Yeah, it's very strange. But then <sighs> some, I got like, I haven't worn this watch in a long time. I usually don't, don't have it on. Because it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe I just want, I want, because your phone is kind of your watch. Yeah. Like most people don't like why do you wear a watch you don't like it's just kind of for like it's not really any pur- there's no real purpose for this watch anymore it's supposed to tell time stopwatch and all that but that's already built in in your phone they yeah. just need a you know this is just for convenience because it's already on your your wrist so you just look at it instead of you know oh i found the time blah 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 like whenever yeah. someone asks me the time i'm just like oh well, yeah. that's that's really good. I guess. I guess we can. What are we gonna do now? We got like twenty to thirty minutes left. Oh, let's. Uh, do you know who George Carlin is, the comedian? You ever heard of him? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna send you. We're gonna watch, watch a piece of his special. I want. He's very uh, political. Very anti. 
I'm not anti-religious, but against religion. Not against religion, but he's very he's very controversial. He died a, a while back, but he he's considered one of the greats. And one, of, one of the great what? One of the greatest comedians of all time. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, everybody's looking at my stuff. What the heck? What the heck? You can't see how much I make on YouTube, okay, guys? Not much. I'll tell you that. You can go on Social Blade if you really want to know that. And let's see. Where's George Carlin? And we'll watch this together. And this... Oh, man. That's such a beautiful watch. I'm looking at Panorama right now. <laughs> How much are they? For real. Legit. Oh, man. Like, easily 3000 minimum. 10000 We'll watch his uh, religion is bullshit scheme. It's hilarious. He's so, like, it's just so interesting on you know, how his take of everything. His take of everything. I really yeah. like him, but some of his stuff is just like, I think he was very anti-gay, or he was anti. He's anti a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. He was very. He's very interesting. But oh, there's a link right there. And we're gonna watch this. I guess we can sync it up. Right. Ooh, guys. Okay. Okay. Dude, that's such a beautiful watch. And oh man. I would really like this watch, but I don't know how much money it is. It's probably a lot. Probably really expensive. You got the link right. Hmm. Should be on the little chat right there. The chat or the other one? The one in the bottom left. Uh, oh, that one, okay. Everybody, the screen got bright because I charged it. Charging, charging. Everybody, it's 9.51 p.m. You ready? Hold on. Alright, from zero? Uh-huh. Alright. Ready, set, play. Money. 
Okay, that's good. That was only a piece of it. Is that it? Yeah, you can pause it. Huh? There's more, but you can pause it. Oh, okay. But he's like one of the most controversial, well, if not the most, he was one of the most controversial uh, comedians of all time. Like all oh, the yeah. stuff he talks I'm that's what he was saying that stuff in like the, was it 90s? Yeah, it looked like it. Uh, it's different from saying it in today, you know, saying it back then was other people were more. Mm-hmm. No, and he 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 was like he was one of those people that just had the talks. He talked about stuff like that, like conspiracies, whatever it was, you know, the Rothschild or whoever those people, the the trillionaire families. Yeah, and that was very. And he also talked bad about the military, which was like, did you really? Know, yeah, like you know how. Like what was your opinion? What is your opinion on Muhammad? You know he died recently. Did he right? He died right? Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you think about that? Because he was one of those people that didn't want. He he said he didn't want to go to Vietnam. He didn't go to Vietnam. Yeah, I didn't really like him. What well, what is it that you didn't like about him? Well, he didn't want to protect this country. Yet he exploited it, you know, for his own. I mean, there's like no other country that he could have risen to success as quick as he did you know yeah but i i don't know every time i i hear because viet there's yeah, so he many refused, uh, you know servant when it called on him to uh-huh. but he's he served so. his time like a man that's hardcore he went to jail and he was like i'm going to jail all right i'm cool with the law how long am i gonna serve he said three years yeah, okay i'll do so. it you know rather go to jail than kill my brother he said I think, I don't know, his philosophy was very interesting. Because, you know, Vietnam is one of those few wars that was not a real, it's not, it's not a, how do you say, just war. Like, it wasn't for, there's an, I, I don't know, maybe Iraq's like that too, but there wasn't really a, no, no, I don't Iraq, what was that one? Not the Korean. Gosh, dude, I have such bad history memory. But it was one of those wars that was kind of pointless. We just went there to, mess up people and take their money um Let's, and also JFK was so against that was it JFK but he's dead he's dead I don't know when was Vietnam anyways dude I'm talking out of the ass I don't know what <laughs> like can you google uh, this make sure I'm not lying I probably am <laughs> sometimes I'm like is that really what because I remember he maybe we could let's let, let's see what Muhammad Ali said I don't know because he he was very controversial but he was a you know he made good points on the Vietnam War Let me see. I'm gonna send you the link right now. But okay, I think this is his interview where he said he's not going to go to war or he's not going to kill his brother. I don't know what he said. He said something. 
maybe this is it. Hopefully this is a video, guys. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Okay. All right, ready? Uh, no. Should Did you be, send it? Yeah, it's in the chat. Okay, let's see. Um, ready? On three. Okay. Two. That's hardcore. Mm. I don't think you'd have a draft nowadays. I honestly don't. You what? A draft. Like, if you drafted people. Oh, man. There'd be a lot of people just don't do anything. Yeah, but you it's know? not, like, it's not It's not a necessity. Or not, not. Yeah, we, we don't need it. Well, actually, you need, the problem is you need to cut down. Right now? Uh-huh. On people? Yeah. You think? It's not. It's, it's big. It's too big. Like you know, that's what ha was wrong with like you know after post wars. Like I'm, I'm talking real wars. Like, well, I, like people don't like me saying that. Like if you know Iraq's not a real war. It's, it's it's really not. Like a real war is World War Two. That's the last real war we were in. No, I think Vietnam. 
that doesn't you have to have everyone like that's a real war because it's a lot different now like there's a lot more distance between you and the enemy yeah it's, just, it's different it's just different if you look like that war video or like you know you know a war footage from you know iraq afghanistan and you know recent stuff korean war even all of the vietnam stuff it's not it's not as barbaric or as crazy as watching world war Two, and just watching people get gunned down and uh you know yeah that's it's, true it's a lot crazier and that that's what i think the difference is and the, that war was insane like world war Two was one of the like whoa dude like that's and you know they're almost all gone pretty much anyone who fought in that war is gone yeah and you had like six i forget like eight million eight million active duty just like eight million active duty people when they get back what are they gonna do they have to that's why they they made the post or the gi bill Mm-hmm. So that when they come back, they'd be going to school, getting other jobs, because they would well, be they, cut. They downsize from eight million to like one million or two million, one percent of the population. Yeah, it's insane, man. That's insane. So it's we don't really need a big military. You need to get keep it sustained, sustained. So don't try not to increase the numbers, but yeah, that's why they make those. Uh, those added lab scores they keep increasing them so they can cut people and medical conditions also oh yeah I think more people now don't make it in because of medical like they don't meet the height and weight and yeah they they, tr- they just tr- they're trying to make it smaller 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 amount of people yeah. that can go in yeah like I feel bad because I have a, uh, have a cousin who wants to join the marines but he has a medical condition and he can't do it uh so it's it, unless there's an actual draft, he would. There's no way he would be able to uh, join. Yeah. But then uh, I don't know. Because uh, some people, like... some people want to serve. Like if you want, if you have people that want to serve, then I don't know. I just feel like you should give them a chance, even if. I don't know. They could be a liability though, because I think part of the reason is. They don't want too many people in there mm-hmm. that just use up the medical money, you know, mm-hmm. paid for by taxpayers. But like, I mean, they got to have some kind of control on what they spend, you know. Mm-hmm. But you have like certain medical conditions that are not really what they call, you know, like if you broke your arm and you can't join or, you know, you, you just had like a, a surgery or something. Like you, you know, you needed a, I don't know, whatever that, whatever, whatever kind of surgery it is. Maybe you got mm-hmm. your appendix pulled, or uh, taken out, or something taken out, and they don't won't let you join because of that. Oh wow, really? Uh huh. There's a lot of little stuff like that that doesn't. I didn't know that. There's a lot of surgeries. If you get surgeries, they they really are gonna uh, try to find a way to, you know, tell you no. Yeah. It's just, you gotta, I don't know. It's very interesting. It's just like, you know, they want to downsize, not downsize, but they want to keep it sustained, but not increase numbers. Yeah. So you have that kind of issue with that. But what'd you think about Muhammad? Like, you saw that, that two minute video was pretty, 
I don't know. I felt like once you said religious, it's just like, all right, you're cool now. Because, like, I don't know. At that time, I feel like they... Oh. I think he had the right to do that, but... He was Muslim, right? I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah, he was Muslim. I don't know. Even then, I mean, like... Does he not know his own religion? Let's but, like, see. remember we watched that movie where that guy did not have a gun and he won... He was the first uh, person to get the Medal of Honor. Yeah. Uh, forget the name of it. I know what you're talking about, though. And then yeah. he just, like... Yeah, and he... he yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted to serve... Like, his, I think his, his, his idea is kind of the same thing as Muhammad's, except he didn't want to go kill people for it. Yeah, but that's not... So, him. so that's you're saying, like, I don't know. I feel like when he says that, and if he said he wanted to go, but he's not going to kill anyone, like, because it is a religious belief, like, that's the same thing as this other guy. Nah, but the other I guy mean, didn't want to kill anyone, but he went to war just to, you know, save people and help people. And because he, he wanted to make a difference. But, uh-huh. like, you want me to read you a quote from the Quran? Go ahead. That kind of discredits any argument he could really put forth about killing people. But this is... um. What's his name? Ali says, I will cast terror into the hearts of those who disbelieve. Therefore, strike off their heads and every fingertip of them. So, I mean, how can you argue religion when that's like in the book that you worship, you know? I don't know. The problem with that is it's a book. And it's not, I don't want to offend anyone, but stories. Just stories compiled by people that, you know, it's a... It's made by man. It's not... You can't... Like, it's written by man, but it's suggested to be from God. Or whoever... Or who's the... Who's the who's the guy they pray to? Uh, Muhammad. Well, they, they have their God and, like, a Muhammad-ish. I don't even know. It's kind of... I, I don't know. Dude, we're just talking about us. We don't know anything about Muslims. Yeah. Don't quote us on it. Yeah. Except for that quote. That was a quote, actually. Okay. But you have that, and you have him you know i don't know i think he had the right to do that i think they should have it should have been so much i think he should have not served as much time as he did it's a long time because i'll you know a lot of people want to see him box (laughs) that's his service to his country right there boxing Mm. if you have an occupation like that you know i don't think necessarily like trump he got out of draft he got out of you know all this other stuff and he's president. <laughs> what was his reason? Did he get out of the draft or was yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he? Yeah. He did. Mm. I forget what how he did it. He he has money, so he just they probably he just paid people and said, Shut up. Yeah. But I mean he wasn't doing anything at the time either. He wasn't actually fighting at the time, so Yeah, but I, I think the reason he is because he's such a service to the, the country. Rather than, you know, going to war or being drafted. Okay, that kind of makes sense. But that's what, what I think about with Ali, too, because he's, he's he's serving a purpose. Like, if he was just, like, you know, some kid in Brooklyn, and I don't know why I say Brooklyn, but, you know, he doesn't really have anything going on, why not take that guy rather than that guy? But, you know, that's always like, oh, you don't know. Why would you do that? That's so messed up. Yeah. But, okay, let's watch one more video, 
and we'll call it a podcast. Call it. But call it Murray. Let's see. This is a. I wanted to, J- JFK talking about secret societies. Secret societies. Secret society speech. Oh, dude, his my favorite thing he does is uh, what's that quote? Don't ask what your country can do. What? How do you say it? Like, uh, don't ask what your country you can do for your country, or what the, but, your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Yeah, that one's a badass quote. But dude, that guy's—I don't know. I just want another Canadian office, or like someone like that. Canadian? No, K- Kennedy kind of dude. You know, like oh, the Kennedy. way he acts, the way he talks, the way like he's like Trump doesn't talk like he does at all. I like that though. Yeah, but he, I want someone who's not into intellectual, but he's intellectual. He'd probably go with like a. He has to speak. He has to speak well, but doesn't have. I don't want that bullshit voice like Obama. He was awful. He was the worst. Well, I wouldn't say that. No, not the worst, but he was bad. He was pretty bad. I would say he didn't do much, but that's it. I mean, like. The only things I know he did is Obamacare and he killed Bin Laden. Well, he he was a. I give him credit for that. That's it. What else? For killing what? When Bin Laden got killed. Nah, that wasn't him. That was his. That was the CIA. Like they did all the real work. Yeah, but he he has to sanction all that stuff. And if he said no, if he said no, go because dude, he he was they told him. Let's bomb, or like the people that were the generals and stuff told him to bomb the, the compound, and he was like, "No, I don't want to bomb the compound. That's stupid." So he said, "We're gonna do, uh, you know, we're gonna send the seals." See, that took like, I think that's I, I give him that, and I give him the Obamacare, even though it was a bad, I bad, uh, it wasn't rolled out very well, and it wasn't it's expensive, but he still, you know, did kind of what he said. That was pretty much it. The other stuff. Not really much. Like, it took you eight years to do all that. That, that takes too long. Okay, ready to listen to this thing? Oh, uh... Should be on the bottom. God bless America. Look at JFK. Look at him. Just look at his, his face, man. Sure. Ready? Yeah. On three, two, one, play.
scale of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program. For from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence. Respond the dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Solon decreed a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And so it is to the printing press the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance.
free and independent. JFK, that was the last speech before he got killed. Was it really? Mm-hmm. That's, a lot of people say that's the speech that killed him. <laughs> the secret society speech. Because, dude, he, he called out people. Like, dude, he just he just said, you know. He just mm-hmm. he just pretty much called everyone out. He was like, whether you be, whether your rank is high or low, civilian or military. Like, that speech just, like, the way he talks, too. Like, some of the words... I know are like a little, little, little advanced for most people, but you know, that's why I feel bad because you know Trump talks very simple, and then when when I when I when you hear someone like, like you know JFK, he has these he's intellectual and he knows words that, you know, like if you ask someone what is communism, they don't know what it is. They're just like, oh, that's a bad thing. Oh, do you really know what communism is? No, you don't. And if I say, what is Marxism? They're like, I don't know what that is either. Or they pretend uh, like they know what that is. That sounds like a bad thing. Marxists. And then you say, socialists. Are you a socialist? I'm like, what? No, you don't know what that means, do you? Or you don't know, you know, conservatives. What what, what makes you conservative? Or conservative. Uh, conservative. Stuff like that. Words that people just don't understand. Or don't try to understand. Yeah. It's really interesting. But JFK... Oh, that speech just kind of gave me the chills a little. The way he talks, the way he's like, he addri- he pretty much addressed everyone. Like he was addressing people that were in his his party, his you know. But he died right after, or like a few weeks later or something. A week later, it was his last, or maybe two days later. I don't know. But that was a, a lot of people say that's the speech that killed him. I didn't know that. I hadn't heard that speech before. Yeah, that's one of the ones that you don't really hear. Yeah, because yeah, JFK is such an interesting bro. But then you also think about like, uh, was he, he had an affair with Marilyn Monroe? And like, Did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, that was a, one of those things. Like Bill Clinton, you know, he had uh, what's her name? I forget her name. Meryl uh, Streep. Not Meryl Streep. Monica Lewinsky. Lon- yeah. So they're not perfect. Like I, you know. Yeah. Very few are. But he, he was one of the ones that like spoke I don't know I don't know how to say truth, but he spoke like he spoke the truth. Like he said yeah. he said his opinions and he also stated facts. Which like most presidents didn't do. At least at least I say most presidents don't do that. Like Obama never did that, even I don't know, Bush lied a lot. <laughs> There's weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> No, there isn't. That was a lie. Sorry, guys. And then you have Obama, who says, "Oh, gets a Nobel Peace Prize, and he's in the most conflicts out of any president, and he's had the most drone strikes out of any presidency." So, like, it's really iffy. I don't know. That's kind of funny. I just wonder. How, I just want to know how it is. You know, like, what is it like being president? I don't know. And how much power do you really have? Are you like, like, is there some white dude in the back, you know, shows you some JFK footage of him getting shot and, you know, Martin Luther King getting shot and every good guy that's ever been shot and says, nope, you're going to listen to me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think that happens. I don't know. 
I don't. I just want to know because I know they get the nuclear codes. I know that's a thing. They get yeah. the nuclear codes. Yeah. Do they show them like classified information or classified projects and stuff? Like if the military is working on some uh, new sniper rifle or new weapons or whatever aliens. I don't. I don't even care what it is, but something that's you know not released to the public or not known to the public. I mean, they did that with the atomic bomb. I mean, it's only rational that they would do that. They do still do that, but it's kind of hard to hold that information. With that yeah. But I guess I don't know. What do you think about JFK? About JFK? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about him other than he got shot. Yeah, that's. I don't know. He's interesting. Well, I guess, hold on. We're going to end the podcast here. Uh, uh, Where's the record? Hold on. I guess, there we go. Alright, we're done. Did you end it? Yeah. Hmm. That was an interesting speech. That wasn't. Oops. Actually, didn't end it. There we go.